Good morning. Oh my goodness. I just recorded an entire episode. Let me first state, good morning. It is Monday, May 13th, 7.26 (laughs) a.m. Let me get that out of the way. I just recorded an entire episode and it somehow glued itself to the previous episode. So, uh, I'm starting over. (laughs) That's okay. That's okay. It's not even 8 a.m. yet. And it's it's all for the best, right? <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, I did have quite a week. I was really still very sick. It seems like I got even sicker and then started to feel better on Saturday. Just a lot of snot and blowing my nose. I had to cancel plans, pretty much cancel most of my plans. Um, I did, however, manage to go to Nevada City with Paulina and to visit their A-frame home that they're working on there. Uh, They've got to put some skylights in because it's really dark in there otherwise. Um, There's a lot of angles and corners and I slept upstairs like in the attic room. Not really attic, they don't have an attic, but you know the upper floor. So one one side of the triangle, and then Paulina slipped downstairs. Um, it was great to see her and to hang out with her. Uh, we had a lot of fun, despite my snotty nose all the time. Um, we stopped at a bunch of thrift stores. We did we did a bunch of sourcing, and then when I got back to the the A frame, um, I shot a bunch of it and and sold some of it. So that feels good. I like to flip stuff. And uh, it was just so nice to be surrounded in nature. And it's so picturesque out there. I mean, there's really tall pine trees everywhere and little hills and wildflowers. There's a yurt that we went into that's on her property and a tiny home. It's really cute. It's basically kind of like a converted shed that someone could live in. Um, but yeah, it was great spending time with Paulina. She's one of my favorite people. And, um, yeah, we made little sandwiches for ourselves and we went to Chick-fil-A. That's, I know it's a problematic chicken restaurant. Um, but you know what? It was really good. And, um, I noticed that there were some cute military guys in there. Only, you know what? That's that's laying it on a little thick. There was only one cute military guy out of the three. Um, so they they were polite and then went about the merry way. Um, I have no sense of smell right now, so it's kind of hard for me to really enjoy my food. Um, but I'll live. And uh, eventually, hopefully, it'll go away. Like Sometimes I can smell stuff, but very faintly. I'm trying to sniff my, my arm right now. Nothing. Um, so then we drove back on Friday. And then on Saturday, I hung out with Anne. And we went to the Tadich Grill. 
So the Tattage Grill is one of those uh, gold rush restaurants. So it's been around since 1949. And uh, its slogan is the, the original cold day restaurant. And uh, if you guys don't know the story, it's because there was this this politician that no one really liked and it based in to paraphrase his quote when he was running you know he kind of had a bunch of braggadocio and he said uh, it'll be a cold day when i'm not elected or if i'm rejected as a candidate or whatever and so it turns out he lost and so People followed him around and they threw ice at him and stuff. And someone brought an entire, like, wagon load and dumped it on him at, I believe, at what is now the Tadich Grill. <laughs> so that's that's where it gets its name. Uh, the server's there. They've been there forever. They all have shaved bald heads, except for one newbie who's got black hair. And then there's, they just started having women working there about two years ago. So there was a woman working there. She had a little bob and some glasses. Um, I had the romaine wedge with blue cheese, and so did Anne. And then I ordered the um, prime rib lunch special. It was a huge slab of meat. I think I'm still recovering from that. Uh, and Anne ordered the 10-minute steak. We both had a medium rare, and we both had Bloody Mary's. Uh, I slathered my, my prime rib in horseradish sauce and, and I mean, you know, it's a pretty pure horseradish. It's not too creamy. I think I put like about a third or even up to a half a cup of that stuff on there. So it was a thick layer and I normally, I wouldn't use more than a teaspoon on the side. It didn't matter because uh, I was really hoping that would just break the wall and, and I'd be able to smell things again. But alas, such was not the case. I could barely taste it. So then after that, we hot-footed it over to Verjoux, which is kind of like a Basque-inspired wine bar. They serve pinchos there. So we had a couple pinchos to go uh, with our cremant, and then we ordered, I think, a Cambrio, uh, just by the glass. And, um, yeah, we were yakking it up. It's got a really nice, modern, unpretentious atmosphere. You know, like, a lot of wine bars are super cheesy and have, like, no personality. And they love, you know, 90s decor, so mustard and deep maroon brick. As There was none of that. It was white walls with a uh, a bright red enameled ceiling and then all the uh, baseboards and trims were enamel as well uh, this guy came into the bar or the wine bar area and proceeded to order a bottle of Sangiovese which he I was like oh that's kind of strange you're drinking that by yourself um, but turns out he wanted to share it with us his name was Vince. Uh, he was very polite, which was great. So he didn't try to derail our conversation. Um, he lives in the financial district. Um, fairly comfortably appointed 
person with, um, you know, certain, certain, certain affects of, of, of comfort about him. And, you know, he, of course, then started talking to us, um, and then offered us some of his wine, which we, we gladly had some of. And, uh, you know, he said he came in there because he saw us smiling and I was like, oh dear. <laughs> um, I don't know if he knew what kind of bar this was, but, you know, as far as I know that it wasn't that kind of place. Um, and he was kind of leaning into, uh, Basically, he he was trying to get the flirt on, which was hilarious to me. Um, but I toyed with the idea of having a sugar daddy. Um, I just don't really have have the emotional energy to be a sugar baby, and I mean that shows you the difference in our ages. Because if I'm young enough to be his sugar baby, that means he's kind of you know on the older side. Uh, then he ordered a a plate of I'm probably pronouncing it wrong the it's ball ham uh, the ham that's dried through and through and then you slice it really thin and it's really hard but then like when you slice it super thin it's just a yummy layer it's like prosciutto but but drier and more translucent he ordered <coughs> excuse me a whole plate of that and so uh, I, he did not eat that by himself. We ate that with him. Uh, it was really fun hanging out with Anne and going around in the city, going downtown. Uh, downtown is nice and quiet. Of course, all, all good downtowns are uh, on Sunday. And it was just, it was a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful weekend. Um, so... At one point, I went to do some shipping and right before I left for Nevada City, and things at the post office have been tense. Uh, there's a this kind of brassy blonde, you know, bottle blonde, uh, who works there, and she's really rude to everyone, and then she's really competent and slow. Um, Last time I had a bunch of packages and I made the mistake of, of going to her line and two of the packages were lost. They, they had to be returned to sender because she misentered them. I double checked the information and she had misentered it. So, um, and on top of that, she's rude to boot. Well, I went in on Saturday and thank God she was not there. I just didn't have time to go over to the Tiffany Street location. So I asked Norma, who was behind the counter, um, you know, what was up? I said, because finally I got a moment to, to get some info. I said, what is up with that that brassy blonde lady? Um, and she said that it's like a curse that's on that particular window, she believes that anyone, because she's a shift leader, this, I can't believe they give her any kind of position of leadership. She's a shift leader and every shift leader there has been incompetent and rude. Um, 
and Noreen, who had been at that post office location for about 10 years, left. She left to go work at another post office because she had worked with Brassy Blonde about 10 years prior. And it was so horrible that she left. And then Noreen and Martin, the main two people that have been there the longest, they've been there like 30-something years, are also both leaving. Um, Noreen insists it's not because of Brassy Blonde, but I'm like, uh, it, it sure as F is. Uh, but I didn't want to push the issue. Um, before Brassy Blonde was this guy named Ben, who at first he seemed really nice, but then you realize he's just a big old pervert. And that's not... Perversion and postal service, should they, they shouldn't mix. Um, there are places for such, you know, for such things. Um, it's not the post office. Uh, I would go in and he would insist on waiting on me. Um, but he got a little too familiar. Um, he apparently had my address memorized, which was creepy. And then the second thing was I was shipping a package to Japan. And he found that as a, a great way to segue into talking about hentai. And uh, you know what? I don't want to talk to him about hentai. And I very politely changed the subject, and he insisted on talking about it. Surely I'm not the only one that he did this to, and, and I think that led to his transferring out. They don't fire you at the post office. They just transfer you around. So hopefully it's only a matter of time until Brassy Blonde gets ousted as well. So yesterday I... Um, did tarot reading. It was Mother's Day. Um, I had a lot of clients come in, some repeat customers. That was always good to see. Um, checking in with the cosmos. It was a, a pretty fruitful day. Oh my gosh, I forgot to mention the birthday party I went to as well. Um, on Saturday, on Saturday night, I went to the Blue Plate to to celebrate Bridget's birthday, and uh, it was great. I don't have a sense of smell or taste right now, so I can't really taste anything. Like when I was at the wine bar, I was like, "Oh, it tastes tastes fruity," you know. Um, I could kind of, you know, I could figure out salt, salty, sweet, and sour. No spicy though. Um, so we went to the blue plate. Shannon was working. Norbert was working. Um, Norbert was looking sharp. He had uh, shaved his his head and his beard, which I think is a, it it works in his favor. Um, Lydia was the server, and it was pretty full. We were, of course, the last ones to leave. Got there around eight thirty, and. Uh, there were they kept bringing us appetizers, you know how they just pile you with food. Um, so we had the squids and then yoki with truffle, which I couldn't taste any truffle at all. Um, little little cups, tiny cups of of carrot soup, which were were you know apparently they were were delicious. I was just going on texture. It's weird to be at like one of your favorite restaurants and just. <laughs> just taste the texture of things, you know, 
not be able to smell anything. But it is what it is. And uh, then uh, I ordered the cavatelli with uh, fresh peas and um, roasted farro. And, and it was really good. Um, great texture. Um, kind of a creamy gravy-ish sauce on there. Uh, Breezy, Stacy, Amisha, and Donnell were also there to celebrate. And, and Bridget was in fine form. She looked very youthful. And she had a lovely navy blue eyelet blouse on. And yeah, we were giving out gifts. Amisha made her a, a glorious uh, arrangement, floral arrangement with uh, two different types of lilacs in there. I sure wish I could have gotten to smell them, but you know, someday, hopefully. Um, then we hot footed it over to the Royal Cuckoo, and we both had, me and Amisha were sitting together and we had Fernet. We had the California Fernet, which is kind of an artisanal Fernet. It was, from what I gather, kind of fruity. Um, doesn't taste or smell. Of course, I don't know if it smells like dirty sock juice, but it doesn't smell like dirty sock juice to me, which is usually what most Fernets, you know, that, that Fernet Branca tastes like and kind of possibly looks like. Uh, I miss my Manhattans though. Oh my God. It's, you know, that song, a few of my favorite things, you know, uh, raindrops on roses and mine is Manhattans on Manhattans. It's like, like two and, um, I couldn't have one. It wasn't the point. It was beside the point to have a Manhattan because I can't really taste it. And I was hoping the Fernet would open me up a little. It didn't. Um, there was some goober who ordered a, a Manhattan, and I was kind of envious of him, but I was just like, he doesn't deserve to have my drink. And uh, he didn't know how to walk it back to the table, which was hilarious. So I'm like, yeah, you don't even know how to walk with a full cocktail? But I, I kept it to myself. No need to rouse someone unduly. Um, he made it to the, what should we call it? He made it to the church pew where he was sitting. And the, the, the church pews are not not nailed down with brackets or anything. So th as soon as you put any weight on there, they, they jiggle. You know, it's so, it, it's for the uninitiated to experience. Those who know, know to sit gingerly on, on the, um, on them. There was a couple who was at the end of one of the church pews. They were just making out like it was their last day on earth. You know, um, it was hilarious. Kind of a train wreck situation. Glad they found each other. So after that, I walked home listening to my motets which I, I highly recommend you check out some, some Bach motets. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with them. Once you start listening to them, you don't really want to listen to anything else. Everything else sounds just like garbage, you know. Um, but I highly recommend Bach, listening to Bach motets. Um, 
just all if you can imagine why they're so good it's it's a Johann Sebastian Bach's uh, instrumentation that would be applied normally to a harpsichord but those notes are actually sung and there's a lot of harmonies and different vocal parts going in and out and it's it's just wonderful I couldn't recommend it enough apparently um, I'm listening to that and a lot of Travis Scott too in the shower so I guess it's time for me to go for a run I at least feel better to start running again and I'm looking forward to that I'm going to run uh, up Folsom and then I'm going to kind of go around Bernal Hill anyway I hope you guys have a great day I'm going to get tattooed by Maya later um, on my leg so uh, I f- feel free to, to get a tattoo from Maya if you're in the city um, they're not that painful and they're stick and poke so so they're um, done very thoroughly alright I really must go uh, for me second time is a charm with the podcast today because of the snafu earlier Anyway, have a lovely week, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.